it's it, it sometimes like I hit that outside of the you know talking really loud thing. I every time I try to project that <coughs> sounds like I'm screaming. So. Right. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? I'm ready whenever you are. I used to have that problem at my old job because there was because there was a lot of elderly people, <laughs> and so I'd try to like raise my voice to speak to them so they could hear me. But then it just sounded like I was being a dick, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really not angry at you, Mrs. Smith. You know, <laughs> sound condescending as hell. But I'm ready. All right. Recording and editing music, and we. He talking. won the masked singer. Did he? Yeah. Good for T-Pain. I, I died watching that show. I loved it. I yeah. was glued to it. Oh, my God. I've never watched any sort of reality competition like that in my life, but for some reason I found that so fun and compelling. Let's do this. Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new Over, Under, Fair. I am your host, Dave Roldan. With me, as always, as you will come to know, producer Roger, Roger Castillo. How are you? Doing fantastic this afternoon. I'm glad to hear it. And also rejoining us, more often than not, Lacey McGraw. Lacey, how are you? I'm great. How are you today? I'm super good. Yay! So, we may be new to some of you. Um, maybe not to all of you. Hello, return listeners. It's not like it's a giant paradigm shift, but if you are hearing this, chances are you are hearing us as we have now joined the Make Fun Network of podcasts and media stuff. So hello to everybody, to all the fun butts, as I believe you are colloquially referred to. (laughs) Um, I am one myself, so I will include myself among you. I wanted to take an opportunity to reintroduce ourselves and our show to any new people we might have um for a little bit of background on the show specifically we have been uh being produced out of the greater metro detroit area on a website sportsradiodetroit.com and we have all the love and respect for them still there's no bad blood or anything but we wanted to take an opportunity to try to get out there and kind of make this happen we we're big fans of uh the make fun people and the people behind the scenes and Matt and the boys over at top five. And we wanted to, you know, see where this goes. We want to get off on the ground running with everybody and kind of, you know, take this to a different place and a different level. So with that being said, we wanted to take a little bit of time to kind of familiarize ourselves with you, the listener and kind of tell you what our show is. Does that seem, that seems kind of what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. This is who we are. This is who we are. A little. Let's do a little. This is you who we may are. not know us. A little bit of this is who we are around the bend. Um, Lacey, I guess, in the interest of ladies first. Why don't we start with you? My name is Lacey, and I am a pop culture enthusiast and longtime friend of my co-host here. I enjoy long walks on the beach. No, mm. I'm not. I'm not going to go all that route. But yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not a dating. You person. can find pop, her, you pop can find culture enthusiast. I like to tell people that I have no taste because I like everything to I, some degree. Yeah, I get. I get accused of that too. So that's. I guess that's probably fair. Um, and I've worked with Roger for a few years doing podcasts with him. I've done a few different shows with him, and then I've done this show and a couple others with Dave um, here and there over. I'd say about the last five to seven years or so it's been a while yeah it has yeah now that i've said it out loud i'm like oh this has been going on for a while (laughs) our show has not our you know to 
to segue from you saying about doing the show with me, we've been doing this show for about two years. Uh, I would say on and off, but that's being generous. It was off for a while. So we have recently come back to doing it. We're going to try to do it as much as we can, but right now we're about a month at about one a month, and that's the pace we're going to keep yeah. for a minute until we can assure that we can give you more. We want to make them good, you know. But thinking about it, we used to sit in and co-host with Roger way back when he was on college radio. Oh, yeah, Like, man. we would step in and if he didn't have a, a, a co-host, we would kind of come in and play some songs and yeah. talk about music with him. So I guess that's kind of where it all began. I, I would say that this is sort of an extension of that, like, in a very strange way. That's a precursor. Is that fair? It's going yeah, over, going no, that, over to you, talking yeah. about your credentials. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm Roger. I've been a produ- executive producer, website master, you name it, I've done it. Um, I used to work in radio. I started working in radio in 2007. And uh, after getting my bachelor's degree and realizing radio didn't pay dick, I... Uh, so I went to podcasting. Yeah, it pays it was, even less. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, but I've run my own network for... It'll be year eight Holy shit! Uh, come up. Here. I know. Yeah, it's come strange, um, but uh, yeah, I've been an audio nerd all my life, essentially. And uh, besides podcasting, my other biggest hobby or biggest passion is baseball. So, yeah, um, I yeah, Lacey was my second. Yeah, you were my first. Yeah, you were my first co-host. You're my first guest co-host on my show in, in college. So. Oh. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. And fun. now we sit here and have an yeah. existential crisis about how long this has been going on. <laughs> yes, for. and you were actually the, you were <laughs> actually one of the first guests. Yeah, so. Now that we're talking about Many it. Many firsts today. Yeah, so. it, is a, it is a show of firsts, and that's why we wanted, to take, we wanted to take a minute as our first show on our new network to get you know a little bit reacquainted with people. And maybe there are some people that might listen to the show that don't know. Like, I mean, uh, yeah. I guess things, we've never really talked yeah, about it before. All things being fair... You know, most people that listen to our show right now are people we know. Like, that's just kind of how you get started. Right. So they know who we are. But if you don't, then this is a nice opportunity to, you know, give you that in. Like, you're not going to, I'm not going to tell you, you know, what I prefer to do in all my off time. But you, you'll know me a little bit better in, in through the course of this episode than you would have coming into it probably. Uh, that being said, my name is Dave. Uh, this is something of a passion project of mine. I, I don't, I'm not going to take full credit. I couldn't do the show without my co-hosts and without roger and all the people that have helped me out but i wanted i wanted individually to do something where we took the time to have a greater discussion about pop culture topics that wasn't just tearing them down or building them up like we wanted to have a breakdown of things from like an all the way around view of it like we wanted we want to examine the good things about something we want to examine the bad things about something because all of the aspects of a of any entity, be it a movie or an actor, or an album, a band, you know, a food, like all of those things are pertinent to the conversation. So the whole goal, I guess for me as the, as the host of Over Under Fair, is to take all these things and sort them out and where we put them in like a general kind of understood zeitgeist, you know, like how everybody kind of interprets pop culture. And that's different for everybody. Like there's, there's a lot of times you may hear an episode that we do and you really like a band that we're talking about, and maybe we don't. Please see the Red Hot Chili Peppers episode. <laughs> so that happens. I mean, I can't tell you that we're going to like the same things, because chances are we will not. But, but I love everything. But <laughs> that being said, we will never be in a position to just tell you you're wrong for liking something. We might tell each other that you're wrong for liking something, because we are friends and we will do that. 
but you the listener are invited to this conversation because we want you to think about these things on a different level like we want you to reconsider maybe a band or a movie to consider it in all facets instead of just oh i don't like that or oh i love it like you can still love things and kind of not like them and you can still not like things and find good things about them and that's kind of what i want to do with this show that seems about right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would give give reasons to be contradic- contradictory versus just being contradictory. Yeah, validate your argument. That's if if you want to have an argument with your friends and you want to be that way, great. And that's I think. Yeah, that, I have no problem with people having a conversation with me about things they don't like and why. Like I I like that. Yeah. But just don't be an obstinate prick. If you don't like it, that's cool. But maybe I like it, and maybe I'd like you to hear why. That's that's what I want this for. This is that forum. Yeah. So you know, going forward, we will have. You know, we will be asking you guys to help us with some of this. We'll want suggestions. We'll want feedback on the topics and stuff. But, you know, as we start, we have a pretty good idea of what the show is. And I just want to make sure I know that you know that, too. Um, With that being said, we're going to kind of segue into the description of the show and what we're going to do for you this week. Uh, So the show, as I said, is over under fair, where we will discuss whether something, generally speaking, whether something is overrated, underrated, or fairly rated in the you know, like I said, the greater pop cultural ephemera understanding of how things are ranked, uh, mostly unspoken ranks. We will, from time to time, use actual rankings, like from Billboard magazine or, you know, Rolling Stone or maybe Variety. Like, there will be a basis in a reality that we do, we do reference, but generally speaking, these are, our, these are our lists that we are kind of making, you know, in our head of how we view pop culture, because that's what we are. We're a bunch of pop culture enthusiasts. We both, sorry, we all love... You know, this stuff, we love music, we love film, we love TV. We want to talk about all these things, so we'll find a way to make all of it fit. Um, And then we'll do that by breaking things down individually. So the over, the under, and the fair are the three sections of the show. Uh, The over is not, again, not necessarily overrated. It could just be something that's perhaps overlooked or maybe overemphasized. So there will be things that fall into the over category that could very well be underrated. I know that sounds confusing, but it makes a lot more sense when we actually talk about it. And, uh, yeah, they're pretty self-explanatory. But, again, we'll, we'll get through all that as the show develops. <laughs> so, without yammering on too much about the point, we've introduced ourselves. We've introduced the show. So, let's actually record the fucking show. Oh, disclaimer. We are an explicit content show. I don't think that's a problem for most people. We will have it on the episode, so you'll know that it's explicit. But we do not shy away from using colorful language here, historically. And we probably won't going forward. I think that's fair, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're supposed to say fucking yeah. Fucking a right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, eso muy correcto, puto de mierda. <laughs> you can swear in a different oh. language. Yeah, you're still swearing. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So with that, let's introduce our first our first topic for our first new show, <laughs> which is podcast. Cursing. Oh. oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely never underrated cursing. Um, podcasts. We want to talk about podcasts. We thought it was fitting to kind of start right where we started with the very concept of what it is we are doing. Is a podcast a concept that is worth having? Like, are, are podcasts themselves overrated? Usually we take this opportunity to go around the table and kind of fall, see where we fall prior to discussing it, and then if the attitude changes, we can discuss it again. So coming into the episode, Lacey, podcasts? Fairly rated. And why? Um, I, I just like... The fact that you have the choice what you want to listen to. And there is a whole world of anything that you could choose. Um, You could find any topic, probably any length, like 
uh, average length. So if you want to listen to a two-hour show, you can do that. If you want to listen to a 30-minute show, you can do that too. And it's your choice when and where you want to listen to it. I like that about that. And I also like the fact that anybody can do it. And we are living proof. Yeah, we are living proof um, of that. Do you have do you have a length preference? Short. <laughs> really? I have the attention span of a gnat, which you guys both know. <laughs> um, and now our listeners know that I it, I have trouble paying attention to things. So I, I need a podcast that um, pulls me in quickly, doesn't go on too long, and keeps it you know short and sweet and to the point well i'm I'm sorry our show has failed you yeah <laughs> i'm not making things that i want to listen to here with us that's a very ringing i'm gonna be really honest i would never <laughs> listen to our show if i wasn't on it actually i don't listen to it i only listen to it when we record it and i have to hear you guys in my ear holes but any other time no this would not be a podcast that's for me i'm just full disclosure i'm not trying to knock us down Keep we're it doing, real. yeah we're doing real good that's, um, no, that's that's what you want, though. I want the honesty. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with but it. but it is funny. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's just not a show that I would listen to. I listen to, like, one podcast on the regular, and it's, like, 30 minutes to an hour long sometimes. We will discuss a little bit of yeah. that later on when we get to actually some some maybe under-the-radar kind of stuff. But that's uh, about it. Roger, I feel like I probably already know how you feel about this, but, yes, I'd like your take, too. Uh, it is, I think it's fairly rated. Uh, it's given me as... Uh, uh, on a personal level, has given me networking opportunities. Uh, I've met some really good people, some some lifelong friends now, and it's really opened up, expanded me a little bit too from my comfort zone of not necessarily narrow opinions, but just opened my mind up a little bit to just for doing them, uh, the ability to think a little differently, and it's allowed my creativity to come out a little bit more. More than I than I imagine. Some of the moments that you and I have shared, editing, where I'm just like so excited over a clip of audio that just sounds just about right, and I get excited at like a, a diamond in a hailstorm or hailstorm, whatever that terminology. <laughs> you is. know, just mix all your metaphors. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. But uh, uh, but listening wise, I I like just like Lacey said, any subject, and I I go through bouts where I'll listen to nothing but podcasts, but then I'll go to my Spotify playlist, which has been my bread and butter. I'll go back to that. So, but I break them up because sometimes my attention span, some of the shows I listen to gets a little redundant after a while, and so I I got to break it up a little bit because if I don't, then I can't complete it. Because if it goes more than forty five minutes to an hour, hour and a half, like those two hour podcasts, especially sports, yeah, after a while I get kind of little. And I and I, doing it too doesn't help. So I try to listen yeah, to stuff that has nothing to do you, with it. Yeah, you, it's funny you would think that doing a, a show. Especially one that we, we don't go very long. Like most of the episodes are probably about an hour and a half. We've been getting a little longer lately, but we've had particularly particularly divisive topics or things we really want to discuss. So that right. we've gotten a little longer. But I think it is funny that despite spending the hours it takes to record this and then to edit it and, you know, promote it and all that, I still don't get sick of listening to podcasts. Like I just I if we're moving into my opinion here, I actually think they're kind of underrated. Um I know that it's easy for me to say, given that you know, I'm trying to promote this and like I want the medium to stay viable, um, which we will discuss kind of in the first set of sections. But I think the concept and the ability to give creators of, you know, of these shows and to give people the release that they might not find in other ways that they can creatively express themselves is really cool. 
And as someone who always wanted to create something and couldn't do traditional creative things like playing an instrument or like drawing or painting or something, yeah, I'm totally inept and not equipped at all to do any of that. But I like talking about stuff and I don't know, I tend to fancy myself a critical thinker and I enjoy looking at things from perspectives and discussion. So I like all of those things and podcasts are literally that. Yeah. So as someone who always needed an outlet for something like this, I'm glad that they are here and I I can't personally get enough of that that aspect. Like I like hearing other people's thoughts. I like seeing what they do with the format and hearing what it is they bring to a subject that maybe I don't know as much about or something that I thought I knew a whole lot about and don't know as much about as I thought. So I like having that sort of thing, I think, more than I do not having it, if that makes sense. Like I, I definitely I definitely find the concept of a podcast kind of underrated. I yeah, I love the fact that they exist. Like I think I think the reason that I don't listen to many podcasts is a lot of my interests are more visual. Um yeah. like I, I love cosmetics i love like you know visual things like that and i love furniture restoration so I, you can't really talk <laughs> we are learning much. about we yeah. are learning a lot about you today. I yeah I know that. no that's, i know i really do i love that's pretty so awesome i end up watching videos on youtube of like people doing like fx makeup and stuff like that i mean you can you can talk about it that's i'm, I'm sure there's some yeah, interesting things to talk about but it's medium, you know though. you kind of need a visual medium for like staining an old desk you know <laughs> like refinishing an old desk or something or like doing like um a cool prosthetic makeup piece but um i love that they exist anything i'm all for people creating things and putting them out there and sharing their interests and in things so i'm certainly not trying to knock podcasts down i don't want to give that impression off it's just you know my interests are a little bit more visual yeah but i do love i i guess i didn't think about it like from a host standpoint. I was just speaking from a listener, but I love doing the show. Like well, you are both, it, it so is, you can talk about both. It is a lot of fun for me to sit down and talk to you guys about, you know, different topics and then put it out there. And I feel the same way. I'm not good at music or, like, doing artsy things. I know, despite all of us really loving those things, you know, yeah. like, that. that is what makes this so important to me personally. It's like that uh, saying, those who can't do teach right, or those yeah. who can't do make a podcast yeah, about it i guess kind of now that's become, the 2019 sure. motto so if bob vila hosts a podcast you'd be down for that then I, I, what can you talk about how he, 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 this old house of bob vila if he did a podcast you don't I, see him building anything he has a nice voice yeah. i will say that yeah, he does a pleasant voice he does he have be, that going for him yeah. i don't i don't really i haven't watched bob vila in a while i was just making a really bad home that was a long time wait yeah. wasn't he was he the guy in home improvement no that it was, was this, the, this old house this old house is literally playing on my television 24-7. There's a whole be, channel on my TV that plays 24-7 oh, this whole house. The old, he used to be the old host of it. But anyways, um, but... Sorry, <laughs> I thought he was the it. guy that Tim the Tool Man Taylor feuded with. On the, on the show he did. Yes. Yeah. Did. No, good call, Lisa. Yeah, he's what? absolutely right. Um, I'm useless for this. I don't off like the rails. Yeah. Off I know that I've already lost a section of listenership because I know that... Uh, I can speak specifically to having heard the top five crew talk about home improvement, that there's a lot of love there. I never watched that show. I thought it was ass. So I, I watched the show. I'll take my shots early. Um, but expanding on what you're saying about, well, you know, you, you can't create music. You can't create this. It, for me, the one thing about podcasts that I love is for somebody, I can't play. I can't. I'm tone deaf. I can't sing. I 
I, this so is you my, try so hard. I try so hard, and I, <laughs> and I, I really respect that. I love that you will never shy away from karaoke, No, you though. don't. You're either. just like, like man, I'm terrible at singing, <laughs> but I'm going to get up there, and I'm going to go hard. Yeah, that's how I roll. It is something, it is actually one of your more endearing qualities, that you know that you cannot, but you do it anyway, and yeah. with, like, real enthusiasm. I would agree with that, yeah. I don't think we've ever been out when there's karaoke, and, like, if Roger's present, like, he will be on that oh, stage. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Multiple it's times. It's never not happened. And like picking the hardest songs to sing ever. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do this Prince song. And then he gets up there and yeah, I mean, love it. And something happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's like one of those things where, it, but with podcasting, I feel like I've, I've had people compliment some of the production stuff I've done and, and just the way I've had people randomly at a bar say, hey, like they, they point out a shirt I'm wearing and they're like, I listen to that show and I'm like, that's me. I'm that guy. And they're like, and, <laughs> and then me. that's, I don't know. That is the greatest thing to know. Creatively speaking that I've, I've been able to figure out an outlet that I'm able to not only enjoy as a medium as listening to you, but damn it. I like hearing my sound, my, my own voice. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Hey, and you know, you know, and to excel in, I mean, all things being fair, yeah. like we'll talk about it towards the end, but you know, you have done a lot of work for a website and for a lot of podcasts and it, and the work is showing, you know, it got us here. So, yeah, exactly. There we go. So yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll move into the we'll move in then into the first section of uh, of the discussion, which would be the over. Um, I think one of the things I would want to talk about that is kind of an it's kind of the biggest topic of discussion. In as someone that listens to a lot of podcasts, I tend to find among listeners is the over monetization of podcasting. So. Podcast started, you know, the history of the sh- of the actual medium is it's not that old. It's like fifteen something years now, maybe like two thousand four. I think the first officially pod- recognized sort of podcast exists, and it grew from something that was ostensibly a small market thing of doing like finance, you know, like podcasts. Or um, I know fa- very famously, um, the Bush Bush the second, the president mm-hmm. W um, would deliver his weekly addresses that would be recorded and released as podcasts week to week. So I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know either. Yeah, and that was in like two thousand seven. So like there's there's a history there that they are they've existed for a while in a much smaller form. Mm-hmm. But they were always free, more or less. And now we're getting to a point where there are a bit more there's a bit more emphasis put on, you know, the creative content being something that you have to pay for. I I don't know if I think this is a bad thing because I don't inherently want people to not make money at this because I I think the proliferation of them is because some of them actually started to make money and it's a good thing. But I do think that there is a bit of a premium put on, no no pun intended, a bit of a premium put on some of this now that is a little discouraging. Meaning? Like, so in more... We're not. I'm not trying to take this opportunity to like shoot down very famous podcast, but to use you know to cite some more examples of some more profitable, say, movie related podcast or something. Okay, they are. They have become like full time quote unquote content creators, and as this has now become their job, they will have a free section of things where it's like oh, these are all of our mean. free shows. But then if you pay X amount of money a month you unlock the access to a bunch of other paid shows. And it's usually a lot of content. And that that's good. There are other people who will say, well, we also have an act, like a paywall that you need to get other shows from, but it's all of our shows, and we give you one free like every month. So there's such a, there's such a dichotomy in between what is free and what is paid. Like, 
you know, podcast to podcast, that it gets hard, that there isn't, there isn't a more uniform way to approach that. And that, I guess, I wouldn't say is necessarily bad, but I definitely think it's troubling, personally. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that doesn't bother me that much because I, I still know that there are tons of, like, untapped talent out there that flies under the radar that you just got to dig for. And those people are either doing it for free or they have, like, an option where you can donate and support, which I totally don't mind. Um, and, I, and I get that. I get that you have to kind of monetize it if you want to be, like, a full-time content creator. Obviously, you have to pay the bills. And if you want to put the work into it and, you know, the quality is there, then I understand that, you know, you have to charge people. So I guess it just doesn't bother me that much. I don't know. Because you have the option, really, you know. Ultimately. Um, but are you just concerned that, like, everything is headed that way? Yes. And part of the – I think part of the, the argument that I hear the most – is that you are correct that there are a lot of there are a lot of people out there that are maybe under the radar or maybe just kind of fledgling right. you know I guess we'll throw ourselves into this kind of conversation something like a show like us which doesn't have a giant following but we exist and it becomes difficult to then start making your platform something you want to monetize because so many other shows have already beaten you to it and they're all already taking everybody's money, and then everybody is less inclined to want to do that for you. I mean, at that point, you have to just make sure the content is good. Like, you have to be the quality. You are your own filter for that. I understand that, and I respect that. I really do. But I don't want to get to a point where it has to be something we have to consider coming in immediately. You know, like, well, we're going to do a podcast, which which means we need to make X amount of money from everybody, so we need to start on the ground, like hammering in home that we need to make money right away like that i don't want to lose what i think is like a purity of presentation that that a podcast gives you and i feel like that's sort of a that's sort of something that we need to be mindful of anyway i i agree with that because just dealing with some of the people who've come to me like asking how i started whatever i'm doing and and asking for my advice and i say well we have to build out the content it's not to me to what i think is my satisfaction as what what have you and people are so the number one thing that comes up now is money and it comes almost like the video game model right now where you have to pay to play in order to get certain perks and everything and it's kind of labeling it that way to me it's frustrating as a content creator only because you have to also deal with the the promotional aspect of where facebook is now you make a page and before like as of 10 or like as of eight or nine years ago you create a facebook page you can get a thousand likes in a day. Now they do algorithm. Everything's Paid algorithm boosting. Yeah, and all this, stuff, and yeah. all that bullshit. It's all bullshit that you have to <laughs> you have to figure out your way through the algorithms. So you almost have to have it's like a like you know another example is those stupid app games. Great, you unlock this stuff, but guess what? For fifty more gold coins, or you wait three fucking hours, then you'll be able to get all the other stuff. And that's how podcasts is becoming in some way, shape, or form to a degree. Now, if you have great content, people will find you. Absolutely right. But at the same time, there's a lot more names getting into it, and people who used to work in radio. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of people who used to work in radio who now have this slick production aspect of it. And you know, you got people out there who's like, "Oh, it sounds like shit. I won't listen to it," even though they listen to stuff that sounds worse. But, anyways, see, I am way more inclined to give my dollars to like a smaller creator oh same. In, in every medium you know what i mean like what if somebody needs like a donation or something like that like i'm way more i'm i'm way more inclined to throw five or ten bucks towards 
a smaller creator, like a smaller podcast, a smaller YouTuber, what have you, writer, something. If yes. you know, if you need money to keep your project going and I like it, then I understand. You know what I mean? I always try to like if if there's somebody that I like that's putting stuff out there, if they have affiliate links and things like that, I will click on them. I'll even watch ads all the way yeah. through and yeah. stuff yep, like I that just so people can get the money. Because I, I know that it's, you know, difficult and, you know, you have yeah, to have equipment amen. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's me. I know that's not everybody. No, you know? I, I, I don't even, I agree with you. I don't expect people to have to do that either. Like, I, I 100% respect the argument that this should be free. Like, I, I get it. You know, there is... There is a certain level of professionalism that people want, and that's kind of where I start seeing the money mattering. Like, if you're just a person that enjoys hearing people discuss things, and it doesn't have to be cost-intensive, like they could buy a microphone and a headset and that's right. the end of it, then it should be free. Like, realistically, like this is this is a passion project, you know, yeah. in, in, a, in a small way. you In my mind, the people that aren't doing it to make money out of this shouldn't. Like, if you're just doing it to do it, then you're doing it to do it. Yeah. And for that, I applaud you. Um, I actually like what Roger mentioned because it is sort of something that also falls in this category. Um, kind of the oversaturation of more established personalities. Like, I know that podcasting kind of got famous on the backs of celebrities. Like, Kevin Smith's Modcast was kind of a big breakout thing. It took years to get there, but it definitely was one of the forebears of, like, an early successful podcast. Ricky Gervais's podcast was a huge success when he... <clears throat> when he initially started doing that in the mid-aughts, and then, like, Mark Maron with WTF. All of these people have some sort of notability prior to them becoming podcast hosts, but then they were known for their podcasting, specifically Mark Maron, who, you know, struggled forever and ever and ever and was kind of a, just a guy that people may have known about. But now he is, his name is synonymous with podcasting. Like It got him back in acting. Yeah, and, yeah, WTF kind of saved his whole career, you know, and he's talked about that. And it's, I think that's really cool that that managed to work for him, but it also leads to a whole lot of people just having podcasts and like where where is the room for the little person? Like, I again, I don't want to tell people that they can't create if that's what they're looking for, but it does make it really difficult to navigate. Like when so many big name people have the access to that stuff and they're vying for your money and you you're kind of forced to submit to that. Yeah. And not to mention, too, which is a strange thing in the podcasting world, like they have like a hashtag Potter pod family or Potter and family. And that's something that trends on Twitter. But even that, there's a little bit of weirdness, too. If you don't follow the account right away, they won't follow, they'll follow you, and they expect to follow right back. And maybe it's a podcast about, I don't know, um, knitting in the, in the 1900s or something. You know, it's exactly <laughs> – like, like, there's so many knits. Do they have a Patreon? Yeah. I'm, you know, <laughs> shoot. Um, I'll help them get their Michael's gift cards. But, no, it's just like this <laughs> – I, I think it's interesting because then there's a snobbery, a snobbery among even podcasters like the little guys are like, oh, yeah, we're all doing this together. And then but then there's certain ones that group themselves together. And it's almost like a click in high school. Certain podcasts. And, and from this is from my experience, it's a little different mm. because as an admin to this. Yeah, all, this is a little different for you. Yeah, that, this is fair. This is this is, you know, a perspective that I hadn't considered. Yeah. And, and like it, anybody who run who runs a show, runs a network or whatever you do out there that involving podcasts, you see. There's a podcast moving show coming up in Orlando in August, and there's going to be all these people there. But the show to get in is like fifteen hundred dollars, and for the little guy who's doing this on the weekends with his friends, or maybe he's doing something else, they can't fucking afford going on the podcast moving the network with people. It's unrealistic. Yeah, you know, even in the great state of Michigan right now, there's no podcast meetup, and there's there's a couple of podcast areas. 
But then, then again, if you even suggested the podcast, they they're like, no, no, you only can listen to mine. And there's this weird rivalry thing. Too, Michigan, well, Michigan is in a stage though where we're not we're not a broad enough market for people to consider the untapped potential of that. Like, there's it's very scrappy because by default, like everybody's trying to get a name ahead of people because we're not Chicago, we're not Los Angeles. Yeah, you know, like we're we're not a we're not a place Detroit specifically. We're not a city that has that sort of cachet where you expect that sort of thing to happen. Right. So given that, like, it's a lot... The competition becomes pretty stiff, you know, in trying to get your head out there to be the one that breaks Detroit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Detroit is essentially... Any any radio personality that does a podcast automatically gets... Because radio is still kind of a yeah. thing in Detroit. That's, yeah. That's actually something to t- touch on my next point. Um, it kind of has... Uh, the overarching implications of what it's done to radio specifically oh yes specifically in this area but in general like you know terrestrial radio has not been in a great place for a long time and podcasts have rendered it more or less irrelevant you know like in a way that i think is it's good for me because i never really cared for the radio but it's not great for that industry like you get i have heard a lot of pushback from people within you know that work within from people that i've met through you and your days in radio and stuff where podcasts are kind of like a like a redheaded stepchild you know like because of what it's done to the radio industry and i think that's kind of an interesting thing too yeah and a lot of those same people now are starting to ironically enough in some cases work with me yeah as a former person who's doing strictly podcasts so but the, the, the the thing i find interesting about the radio aspect here in detroit is that you 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 have to be a name you have to be a name but then i see other places like part of the network we're part of, make fun of network, the make fun network, the Facebook group. Like what I find interesting and I find fascinating about this group is, is that it's there's people who are fans all over the country mm-hmm. and able to have that. I in Detroit, unfortunately, as long as I've been doing this, everyone I know, I know, I know a lot of people. It's all local, but I haven't met any. I meet a few people here and there from across, like from across the country, but. The Make Fun Network is truly there's fans in there from Edmonton. Uh, there's fans from all over the world, all over the world. Yeah, in Detroit, uh, at least not yet. At least in my, from my experience, I haven't seen that kind of. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a you know, I'm a, I'm a listening to the Netherlands unless it's a specific baseball. Thing, yeah, you know, so there are a few. I mean, if we're if we're singling out Make Fun as like a as like the entity we're you know we're talking about specifically, there are some other Michigan people in there, which is cool. You know, for for us on a very local level. Um, but that aside, I think, I think part of the the celebrity problem, if you want to call it that, with the you know like the oversaturation of that, is that it's. Um, I feel like it's given it's given a lot of people the incentive to try to make the monetization that they tie together to make the monetization a priority, and I don't want that. I guess that is personally yeah. my biggest issue with this. Same here. I don't want that to be the first thing we think about when we're doing this. I want people to be making these shows and listening to these shows because they want to hear them, not because they want to make this a job. Because as far as oversaturation is considered, this can't last forever, right? Like, we can't just have podcasts be the thing that, like, re- reestablishes a strong economy because that's not going to happen. Right. But while we are here at the ground level of something like opening a network like we are, it's important to remember that we're trying to do this because we want more people involved and to do that right. you have to make it less about money and more about involvement oh i completely agree and, and yeah. having that more involvement and having the factor of other people's perspectives versus your friends and family or just close proximity helps i mean that's that's what makes me excited about this whole entire thing is to see 
somebody in British Columbia go, yeah, that Raj dude, like, or like they come up with like they they take something we say, like for example, this running joke we've had about Lincoln Park for the last two years, where we mentioned Lincoln Park in an episode, or like the like any random reference or people or sniffing farts or something like that. Yes, or all the time you yeah, talk about sniffing farts. Yeah, like all these random references, and somebody what? comes up like. Take a, some listener comes up and makes a shirt out of it because they they are a fan of sure, that part yeah. or whatever. I, that part, I don't know that that geeks me out a little bit. So, well, no one's made any shirts with you sniffing any farts yet, to my no, knowledge. Not yet. If they have, please show <laughs> us. But yeah. I don't think we've gotten that far. And moving over to the under, I think I want to start with um, representation because we were just talking about that. I think one of the things that I think is super cool, like something that is like a an underappreciated. <laughs> Uh, thing about the representation of podcasts is that literally everybody is represented like i i listen to tons of podcasts from different you know different cultures and there is a hold on let me finish my thought (laughs) there's you know different different cultural appreciation and perspectives you know uh some that might be more focused on race or like maybe that is the at the heart of their issue stuff that's more you know focused on economic uh standings and that's the perspective that's your platform um, queer topics, but you know, not being not being part of that, identifying myself, I am still definitely interested in hearing the voices of people that are, and I want perspective oh, from all sure. this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, so like, I think the coolest thing about podcasts, again, personally speaking, is that the representation is such that it's hard to not be able to find something that you're interested in as far as a topic is concerned, and to be able to find it from so many different voices. Like, I think that is like an underappreciated aspect of this that. I just can't really laud enough praise for. I agree. I, I I love hearing from people that maybe, you know, I don't always get to hear from. Um, and you can listen to different perspectives from, like you said, different cultures and different, you know, on different topics, different issues. And there is literally a podcast for any topic. If you have the most, like, niche interest you can find something out there. You know, it may, it may not be plentiful. It may not be as much as like movies or comic books or TV shows, but you can find something. You can find something and some way to connect with like other, other listeners and other people who have the same interests as you, which I guess, you know, that's kind of the internet in general, but I love that you can just sit down and like listen. You could sit down and listen to a show on it, you know? Yeah, you get a... You get a better sense. The internet in general will do that for you, mm-hmm. but you get a better sense of a personality and of a person to hear them, you know, actually speak their truth right. instead of just reading it and like having it, conversations back and forth. Yeah, and on conversing the same with topic, them. Topic, yeah, topic, like yeah. And the people within the show and then without it. Like you, to have a dialogue open in some form or fashion that way is like it's very eye opening and like in a way that I really appreciate. Do you think? Sorry, Roger. No, no, go ahead. No, you're good. I was going to just ask, do you do you think it can kind of be like a double-edged sword, though? Because, like, for every person who, for example, is really excited to find, like, a podcast about, um, I don't know, like, knitting, there's also, like, crazy people out there, like, assembling their crazy thoughts and, like, saying, like, hate speech and stuff and about like knitting making, no 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 <laughs> about other people no, or like fuck knitting putting like hate speech out there the, the, which like riles up other people you know what i mean because like you can get you could get hype about knitting yeah. and like what's that gonna hurt but like if you get well hype, what about the people that crochet they're <coughs> fucking up in arms you know what i'm saying you know what i mean though right yes, like it could be like a double-edged sword like you you could have people like i mean i know there there's podcasts out there for everything including things including that are terrible and awful things. 
including like racists and stuff. Yes, and like this it, is all true. It's kind of a double edged sword, right? Because then you like assemble this like audience, and then they find each other, and then they turn into like a group of nuts. Yeah, you you, you just described, Lacey, newsletters and blogs or newsletters that exist in the sixties and seventies. So well, yeah. There's a, there's always been a medium, right? Just, but this this yeah. one is way yeah, more accessible no, than like. There's no lack of history for a hatred. Circular. <laughs> like, no, what I'm, yeah. it, it's but it kind of reminds me of like a newspaper. Like a, the reason why it, it just it, like a newsletter is well a, a newsletter or now blog if you refer to the decade. Yeah, it's you're right. This is more the amplified version of that because people will find each other no matter what. And a newsletter, like I think of like how. There used to be a newsletter that was in plain disguise about pedophilia, and there's pedophilia. 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 You put like a bit of a Spanish twist on it. I didn't know you were saying paraphernalia or pedophilia. All right, pedophilia. Okay, so there was a pedophile blog. Yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah, and and it's okay. Yeah, but it was like disguised as something else. Yeah, is what you're saying? Yeah, and that's well, they can't just have it out in the open, right? Yeah, (laughs) but I'm not condoning that. I'm just no, but at least they were at least they were trying. Um, but no, what you were saying is is absolutely there is a double edged sword to it because it allows maybe perhaps a larger audience to get together quicker because of the audio medium. But at the same time, it allows p- people like us to go, "Hey, you crocheters out there, screw you, we're knitters." <laughs> or, you don't want to create that division, though. I mean, yeah. some people might. Like, I know, I, but you know, what I, mean? I have yelled at people from the show about things, so I. I guess I can say I'm not ab- I'm not above inciting right. inciting differing opinion, but it is it is tricky and it is difficult to have to to have to you know rationalize that because that's the problem in general with I don't want to call it a problem that is the situation in general with free speech like you can't just have everyone be not hateful right as unfortunate as this is. And you can you can do all of the things that you are allowed to do within that model to prevent that from being as easy to find or from being monetized, which is like the biggest thing to do mm-hmm. is to take the money away. So that there are safeguards. But yes, it is troubling and it is sort of a double edged sword. But I think ultimately, from what I've found, it is more it, good than bad. More good than bad has come from it as right. far as as far as I can tell. Again, I'm only one person. Right. Yeah. You're only looking at it because. You're yeah. only looking at it from the positive side because you're not looking into anything crazy. No, I'm, I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just I looking don't at like knitting podcast, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore. I, I look at it this, I mean, for, for one underrated side of it, for somebody like myself, the breath of nostalgia, bringing back the old days is something that's, I think, really vastly underrated. One of the shows that I listen to, has a popular <laughs> is over under fair yeah. where we talk about the 90s a lot yeah we do that a lot here but <laughs> where if it's 30 seconds in and roger hasn't used the word nostalgia you might want to just check and see what podcast you're listening to because it ain't us folks yeah but uh knowing full well that if i found if i and, and there is a show out there that exists that talks about transformers generation one is out there and my inner child screams in joy as a 38 soon to be 38 year old man who might May or may not pop his Achilles when jumping up, going, "Holy shit!" They mentioned they mentioned Starscream in the story arc of that. <laughs> that to me is the underrated aspect of podcast. It, it really the the aspect of it brings for everybody else, mm-hmm. but the nostalgia wave, the euphoria 
of that all without having the marketing glean behind it. Because the nostalgia is a thing that we sell in marketing. The new Coke uh, right yeah. now and everything. Nostalgia is dangerous, though. Yeah, man. it like, is. But people, as do, someone who trades in it, and I'm fully aware of what I am. We're doing. shoveling yeah, it right now. Oh, like, totally. It it is dangerous. Yeah, my face is full <laughs> of it right now. It's all masks. It's yeah. like sweating nostalgia. But <laughs> a nostalgia um, for sweating. Yeah, no, I, I remember no, when I used to sweat. Oh. If, if people market nostalgia to me, though, like you're way quicker going to get my dollar. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I am. Too. I'm, I'm not, a total I'm not sucker to for it. Yeah, it. Like, for buying things that I don't need and yeah. shouldn't be purchasing yes. because, you know, it's got Pac-Man on it or something. <laughs> like It is particularly troubling for someone as a wrestling fan who knows that you are constantly being marketed the nostalgia to you, specifically from a podcast end. I was just going to say. Without yeah. naming names, right. if you are a wrestling fan and listen to podcasts, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But there are so many podcasts about specific epochs in time of wrestling and they are successful because of that like yeah. right. the quality is there don't get me wrong they are great shows but they would be still great without the money but because they are great and because of what they are talking about they are very successful right. and it is i'm i'm part of that like i'm just i am just guilty by association I, and i am too i mean but the under the other other rated part of the podcast too is the idea of the collab, the collaboration aspect of it all. There's a lot of different collaborations yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't see beforehand that is not possible because they don't have the outlet to do it. But now you see things that are that come together that are no forces that would never come together on television or anywhere else, uh, and it's just amplified so well in podcasts. And now it's almost they sometimes even create a visual like comes out like a video or something mm-hmm. comes out on YouTube out of it. Um, yeah, I, I think. I think in speaking to that, one of the things that is cool about the collaboration aspect of it is that it can lead to things like this. Like, you know, we came from we came from a network that was a a collaboration of people in SRD making a thing. And we are now in Make Fun, which is another collaboration of people making a thing. And those those two things kind of came together because of collaboration and because of discussion and stuff like that. So it's not it's not for nothing that like that is actually important to mention because there's lots of proof for this. Like there are, right. there are many successful podcast networks now that exist because of that. And I'm, again, without going specific to name shows, I can name some of those. Like you know, Make Fun will be the most successful network ever. But yeah, Make Fun <laughs> is a thing now. But you know, if you think about like your Headgums and Nerdists and Earwolf, like all of these cottage industries of podcasting now that exist, The Ringer, like it, it, its own whole thing. That has Bill Simmons attached yeah. to it, so that's, that was going to succeed regardless. But you, you get a nice view of what, it can hap- what can happen when you have the collaboration, you know, and you can make that work for yourself. And I think that is actually really cool. Like, I think that that is good. Like, to have, to have a collaboration of voices that aren't necessarily so far off from each other, but different enough to make identities for themselves within a thing. Like, it's, it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to have that, I guess. Yeah, no, because it gives a different perspective. Because if we all thought the same thing, the show would be really boring and be over within thirty minutes, and it would be no one would listen. But I, I find that having different voices and coming together with different collaboration efforts gives you the ability to think outside the box a little bit. And some of these podcasts, especially some of the really niche ones I've listened to, where they break down, they have a they have the the actor who played a voice in a cartoon, and that person is so excited that they're getting an opportunity to talk about them being spark, 
spark plug in an episode right. of Transformers from 1985. No, that is cool. Like that is yeah. that stuff specifically is the kind of shit that really makes me mark out to use wrestling yeah. parlance. Yeah, like I I really enjoy getting to hear from people that have never been have never prior to the existence of podcasts been considered interesting for a lot of reasons and then you find a way to include them in things like that and it's like man they have a story to tell and like it's cool that we have the, like a platform for them to talk about that stuff yeah. um right. go ahead no that's i was agreeing i think that's you're talking about like uh maybe some of the people who had never been interviewed before but then you get to hear their yeah. perspective yeah. Oh, yeah and that that happens across all sorts of fields yeah. with this you know for animation and voice acting and you know, video game designers, uh, you know, uh, script doctors that don't yeah. get their names on things as, you know, as frequently as they should. It's it's pretty cool. Like, to be able to hear those stories come out from people is a nice thing that I just don't think there would have been a market for that prior to this. Um, which kind of leads me to my next underrated thing. The, the practical use of them in my own life because of the availability has made existing day-to-day super simplified like in a way that i'm super grateful for so this isn't true for everybody but you know a lot of this boils down to like when you listen to podcasting when you listen to podcasts maybe it's on your commutes to work or if you're just doing stuff around the house Mm -hmm. these are all great places to do that i work in a factory for eight and a half hours every day and i need because i'm because i am allowed to have this at my disposal I need something to distract me and something to kind of play through my day while yeah. I am there. So I have a giant, giant necessity for audio content, <laughs> like music or anything. Mm-hmm. And podcasts do so much for that. Like I personally prefer a longer podcast because if the if the subject is interesting, I like having a whole block of time delegated to it. Right. Because and you I burn have through that one and then it's like all of a sudden you're like, hey, two yeah. hours have passed. Absolutely. Because if I, gotcha. I if I get like a forty five minute podcast, I'm like, well, I'm not even gonna rotate in forty five minutes. Like that I need chunks of time out of my day taken and I need that five times a week. You know, like it is it is a podcast has been a godsend for me personally as someone that needs that sort of time allocated because it makes it so much easier to get through a day. Because if I just had don't get me wrong, I'm a giant music person, but sure. I can't I can't always find a way to find something I want to hear for 40 40 something hours a week every week without hearing the same stuff over and over and over again. Right. So, it's nice to have the variance. And I can imagine like being focused on like one topic or something like that for like an hour and a half say is a lot more distracting than just hearing like a string of like songs that you like that are right. your jam. It 100% yeah. is. And I can imagine that cuz yeah. I think I when I listen to podcasts, usually what I do is <laughs> this is probably why an, another reason why I don't listen to podcasts that often. I like to listen to them when I am alone with nobody around bothering me with my headphones on so I can focus fully on the podcast and maybe do a puzzle so I can keep my hands busy. And I really don't have that kind yeah. of me time. I was going <laughs> to say, I honest. don't think you're afforded that very yeah, often. No, but. so that is why. But like when I get that moment to just chill at in like the evening and like relax in bed and maybe like do a puzzle or something like that, that is the perfect time for me to listen to a podcast. And yes, my time like slips away it seems that it slips away a lot quicker when mm-hmm. i'm like listening to something like that as opposed to just listening to a bunch of like throwback jams from the 90s or something and like that, that, that could be yeah. a bad thing like in, in context where you don't want your time to slip away right but as i as someone as i said who desperately needs my time to slip away because right. i don't want to think about being stuck in a factory, it serves you well yeah 100 percent. i would die like it's it's been <laughs> it's been pretty much the best thing that has happened 
in a very general sense to me in like 10 years like as the the advent and the rising popularity of podcasts because i can listen to so many of them and i have so many weird interests and so many different people talking about those things you know i have podcasts for movies i have podcasts for music i have podcasts for news i have podcasts for magic the gathering like i have podcasts for everything i wish that i could be the sort of person who listens to a podcast and can also perform a task because i i think i was (laughs) talking to you one day and you were like oh i'm I got a podcast. Oh, cool. A podcast just came out that I like, and I'm about to go grocery shopping. And I'm like, I could never, I could never grocery shop while, even if it was late at night at like a 24 hour store, I have to have full attention because I'm afraid (laughs) somebody's going to talk to me or I'm afraid I'm going to bump into somebody or I'm just going to like, just going to start buying random shit. I'm going to take a walk down the hostess aisle (laughs) and end up with like 36 boxes of Twinkies. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I don't even know how this happened. Like totally crazy. One second we were talking about the new Spider-Man, and then the next second I know I got like a boatload of Twinkies. I just got all this. Just, I just blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out, and I woke up with Twinkies, chocolate-covered Twinkies, strawberry Twinkies. Damn it, I'm hungry. Now. I was gonna say yeah, it could be worse. Anyway, so yeah, I can't. I no, can't do fair, that. I have to have like that's full funny. attention. I'm. I'm also one of the people who like when I get lost, I turn on the radio. So that's me. <laughs> for, yeah, we've all done that though. For myself, it's self improvement because sometimes I listen to other podcasts or in my my niche for the other things and I'll read reviews of my own podcast I've done and I'm like shit and I Yeah, get, you're coming at this from a way different angle, yeah. Roger. I guess I just didn't think about this before we sat down to record this but show. But as a listener though, as a listener, when it's something that I enjoy cuz some of the podcasts you guys we talked beforehand, some of the po- I listen to a lot of I guess quote unquote bigger podcasts and I, that's my way of actually enjoying it because if it's something that I like in terms of Things here, or, or um, even the small. For me, it's hard to find the small ones. Like for for example, the Make Fun Network was something you told me about. I had no idea because I already had a preconceived thing based off my experience in radio, and I started listening to certain things based off recommendations or what have you. So I, I come at this from like in terms of the underground. I I, I listen to stuff that I listen to. There, I, I guess my peers to get better. And I also, I always joke around about how I can never pronounce things and all that like stuff. I use we all joke about that. Yeah, we all <laughs> joke about that, of course. But I use it as self-improvement. So I use it in a lot of different ways, but to get better, self-improvement, and also to laugh. I mean, I don't... Yeah, can't underrate that. Yeah, there's a lot of times where hearing, like, there's a, you know, like a... The Bill Burr. Bill Burr does a podcast by himself. That's a hard ass thing to no, do. It's pretty fucking hard. And he does it so well, and he makes me laugh because it's just random stories of him on the road. And the reason why is because that's that's a hard thing to do, and I appreciate that. As using that as a as a segue, since you mentioned a specific podcast, I guess we're not going to go too hard into like trying to plug a bunch of podcasts. But I am about you know I am definitely about sharing, <laughs> and like I want. I want people to know, you know, when things are good. So is there any kind of maybe maybe underrated or under the radar kind of shows that anybody wants to kind of give a little nod to while we have the time? I know a lot of people really like true crime, like as the genre. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> that's, that's a bit of an understatement. <laughs> I actually, I, I mean, I do too. I find it really interesting to listen to these things, but I also have... 
I'm going to sound so like uptight right now, but I also sometimes have a problem with the way true crime podcasts talk about crimes that have been committed because those are real people. Yeah. I sometimes feel that they're kind of insensitive to it. And I know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like that uptight. I really, I'm really not. I have a dark sense of humor. I'm not like easily offended or anything like that. But sometimes it just rubs me the wrong way when I try, I've tried to listen to, you know, crime podcasts in the past and it kind of feels like they're making light of a really heinous thing that happened. But I do listen to a podcast called Already Gone, which is kind of Michigan based. Um, it's, it's actually one woman doing it by herself and she occasionally interviews people, but she talks a lot about Michigan cases. Um, I'd say I'd say probably like around 75% of them are just Michigan cases. Um, Other than that, kind of like uh, Midwest and around this area. Um, And she kind of just gives information in a very pleasant and informative way without being too like overly animated like ooh isn't that creepy or like making making like jokes about it or anything and I kind of I find it like so gripping and she also has a really like pleasing voice I know that's really really important which you know is funny coming from me because I hate the sound of my own voice (laughs) but yeah she she's I I like the show and that's one of them and it's it's nice and short yeah, and for that, me, and, and so for I can helps, I can yeah. burn through one of them, you know, in an evening when I have like, or when I'm like taking a bath or something, I can listen to it, and then it's not like I'm in there for too long. So yeah. it's good. I like that one. Roger, you got something? I got one. Um, I have. It's called the Last Panel, and it's uh, four or five authors out of Winnipeg. Uh, Alberta, and they are. It was actually through a baseball podcast I found out about it. And they talk books, books that I put on my Amazon list that I haven't bought yet. But they okay, they're there. Yeah, but they're there. They got you there. Yeah. And also, they talk a lot about graphic novels. And, and one of the one of the hosts uh, is a big Batman fan. And Ashley, uh, she she knows baseball and Batman, so it's a pretty good combination. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's a dangerous combination. That yeah. is a very dangerous combination if you know me pretty well. Um, but uh, and that yeah, that's that's one of the ones I underground. The rest of them are kind of. A little bit above that. Uh, are you talking REM? I know it's got like, too big, you know, but uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about all the shit. Yeah. Load, but yeah, yeah, like if you had that, the one, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. The last panel. I would highly. It's on Spotify. Highly recommend it. If you like reading, if you like comic books and, and deeper discussions, like it's like a book club, but cooler. Yeah, mine coincidentally is also a comic book podcast. Uh, Want to give a shout out to the Hard Traveling Fanboys. It is a podcast on another network of podcasts which i did not mention the place to be nation they're kind of a smaller thing they're somewhere in like rhode island and providence and that kind of area east connecticut stuff yeah Yeah. um but these dudes are super comic book nonsense nerds and they're also wrestling fans so that doesn't hurt um but they cover they have really cool deviations in the format because they are they are talking about comic books always but sometimes they're talking about like the weekly run of something that's current Sometimes they're talking about long books of like specific, you know, graphic novels or specific collections, you know, that they're that they have been reading or they've been supposed to be reading. That happens a lot too because there's a lot to read. I kind of fell out of collecting a long time ago and staying current with stuff. So it's nice to have someone that is kind of telling me, you know, s- sort of what's happening 
within the world of comics where I'm not I'm not as attuned as I once was. Right. And the the content is always really good. They also have a whole bunch of movie reviews for all of the Marvel stuff. Um, they recently just did the their ranking of all of the Marvel movies, you know, since uh, Endgame has happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they had a big giant discussion where they talked about each one of them, and, you know, they had a panel on to discuss all of the pros and minuses, and it was it's a lot of fun. So I uh, wanted to give a shout-out to that show. Um, and I, I would like to also take a minor moment to talk about the the underratedness of what I think is probably why I even started podcasting. Matt, don't take that to your head. That's That wouldn't be fair. Um, Top 5 of Death is a show that I definitely have tried to get more people to, into. I've, I've suggested it to everybody, <laughs> um, including the people at this table. I've listened. Uh, I've listened to a few episodes of it, by the way. I don't. I don't. I don't take your. <laughs> I don't take your suggestions and throw them in the garbage, Dave. Well, I, I don't. That. I have, and I think it's a really unique concept. I'm not. Yeah. I. The reason I started podcasting was because I wanted to do a top five of something show, and then in searching for top five things, found that, and was like, well, fuck these guys. They already have a show that that's a top five thing. I guess I'll listen to it though because it seems it was like episode three or four. I think I found you went in disgruntled. I kind of was. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little disgruntled. Like, well, they already have that in the name, and I don't want to have another name that's like someone else's name. So I guess I'll listen to it, and then if it's totally terrible, I'll just make it and say fuck them. But I listened to it, and it was really good. Like for just some dudes that were friends, and it was they were very very early at it, but it was like fun. The people were having a good time. The conversation was lively, and everybody was clearly enjoying themselves. And nothing is more important to me than that. I want everyone involved to be having a good time. So it kind of instilled in me the desire to do that, and it led us to here. So I guess in a small way, I would like to say that as, as, this sh- as a show I always found underrated, uh, Top 5 is very important to me in that underrated aspect. So shout out to them. I like the crowd participation on that show, though. I do, too. And that is actually leading into my fair. Thank you for a segue. Um, I think the coolest thing about the, uh, the most fair rated thing is participation. Like, you know, as hosts and as, as people that are creating this, we are constantly harping on people to interact with us. Like, yeah. we want that. You know what I mean? And it's because you see what it brings you. Like, the shows that are successful have listener participation. You know, you have people... You know, as in the instance of top five voting on your lists or suggesting topics for things or weighing in on the topics that you have had, like talking about their experience with a thing. If, you're, if, your show is, if your podcast is about the Godfather trilogy, people are talking about their experience with those movies. I saw it with my dad. I showed it to my son. Like All this stuff where you're having that interaction with people and they start identifying with you as a person that they are like, you know, they are friendly with like it's yeah. a it's a level of familiarity that i think is really cool that that can obviously get blown out of proportion sometimes if you start thinking these people as like your friends when they are not <laughs> they are you know right. they are people that you hear so there's no no one saying you can't become friendly with people but you just have to put those things in the right boxes you know but i think the most the most engaging part of this is the engagement and i think that can't be underrated or overrated like the importance and the level of you know, the level of fairness of the participation in specifically podcasting is like it's paramount. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. I like I like that you can do the listener participation on any kind of like level that you so choose, really. So you can put something out there and never talk to your listeners, I guess, if you want. And yeah, and some I, people do. I, I think 
I think that kind of brings us back to talking about like the celebrity thing because you I I would feel um a more intimate experience. I was trying to avoid using the word intimate, but oh, it's like well, a more... You talked about baths earlier, so we were heading in that direction. It's like a more intimate experience, like listening to people who, um, who are like kind of on a smaller scale than, say, listening to, like, Roger mentioned, like, Bill Burr or something, yeah. when you know it's like a jillion people are hearing this. And you can kind of, like, interact with just, like, smaller podcasters. I don't know. That's kind of one of the things that I really like about it. Yeah, I think it's rad. If you would have told me when I was a kid that I would have ever been doing this, like, with my friends, I would have hugged you and said, that's great. I can't wait. Let's do it. Because I used to record myself on cassette tape telling jokes oh, shit, in, we all into did. my, like, you know oh what my I God. mean? I used to do fake news correspondence. Yeah. You know, like like doing the weather or talking about a bank that was robbed. Sure. Like, I recorded all that shit, too, just to hear myself talk. And this was all, like, kind of before the internet was in people's homes. Yeah, I was like six. Yeah. It was, it was before we even had a VCR, probably. Yeah, so... <laughs> You know, if you would have told me that I could put that out on the internet for anybody to listen to and maybe make some cool acquaintances along the way. Well, first I would have had to have told you what the internet was. Right, right, right. You, okay. You, you, I know. I'm you busting your balls. Dave? I'm busting your balls. You, you know what you're doing? You're, you're, you're breaking the media culture rule of time and travel. You're trying, like, you have to describe it in, uh, like, what? so time, is it going to be a time cop travel or uh, back in time? We're not discussing how the time works. Yeah, in this back to the future line yeah. or no? Okay. You, I... Butterfly effect? I don't know. Yeah, there we go. See, yeah. back. I go back and tell myself, and then and then I come back to the future, and I'm a dinosaur. Is <laughs> like I just messed it up so bad. I don't think that's how that story works. But I wish it was. Yeah. <laughs> I drank a crystal Pepsi when I wasn't supposed to, and now I'm, and a, now I'm a fucking philosopher. <laughs> <after>. <laughs> No. Can I go back and do that? Because I yes. yeah, I want to do. Can I be a pterodactyl? I want to fly. Whenever I get my nails done, I do the nail click thing, like from Jurassic Park, <laughs> and like I think that I'm being intimidating, and then I remember that is the deepest reference you could ever have, and nobody knows what the fuck is wrong with me except no. I'm just a ratchet ass hoe clacking my nails <laughs> on a table. <laughs> oh, that kills me. Oh, that's. That touches on part of part of what makes this fun. My is, nails. Yes, your nails. Is the it, it's the I think another thing that's like fair about podcast is your 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 ability to start to know these people. Like it ties into what we were saying earlier. But you know, we're being upfront about just an open kind of about how we react to things and what our personal tastes are and stuff. And I think that's awesome. Like at, on a level that I can't fully articulate, so I won't try. But. I just think having this many people discussing this many things, but still being able to have yourself be coming through through that is the is a really nice aspect of this. And I I agree with you that if someone would have told me that we would have had any level of like interacting with people, like I would have just been thrilled to find that out. I would yeah. have also like asked you for like candy because I was a fat kid. But I, I don't know, man. Like it just would have been well, it would have been outside of my mind to think of something like this ever happening. And now that it's happening, it's like fucking rad. I mean, you think about it, it's kind of like podcasts are almost like um, like talk shows, right? But I always think of talk shows had like per- every talk show has a personality, right? But it's so much more organic with podcasting, with just knowing that it's like a few people that maybe got together, they wanted to talk about a subject, and it feels so much more like real, like you're actually getting a real personality as opposed to a person who's just like behaving a certain way so that they can be received well. 
and I think I think that's probably one of the I think that's a, like an underrated aspect of it is yeah. that you're actually getting like a human personality as opposed to something that's kind of contrived and made up to be popular. Yeah, because it, it, it would be hard to disguise that, right? You know, I mean, for me, look looking at somebody in the lines of like the last panel and all, and some of the stories. What I like the most is hearing about the because they, they always inject their personal life more than. Like Bill Burr does that too, but it's not as there's a level of of that I think is fair. Yeah. Like I I I listen to some shows where it is almost exclusively their personal life and maybe they talk about something else. Yeah. And then some where it's not mentioned at all. Like some of the hosts don't even give their last names. That's totally fine. Yeah. Like there's all and all points in between. You know, either way you want to take that. I I like all of it. I you know, we don't talk specifically about what we do all the time on here, although I am game to do that, but who knows? You know what I mean? You kind of just always play it by ear. No, but you talk about, like, you just talked about how you work at a factory. Yeah. Like, we true. talk about stuff all the time. We bring up yeah. things week to week or rather month to month. Yeah. That resurface, like my hatred of Lincoln Park. Yes. You know. That resurface. Our, our, our collective hatred of Lincoln Park. A lot, a lot it of has things resurfaced more than once. Yeah. 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 And for me, I. I wanted to make a servicing joke, but that's a Slipknot song. Damn it. All right, anyway, carry on. Um, To a certain extent, I keep myself somewhat private uh, in terms of just doing podcasts. There's some elements to it. Well, now everybody knows that you karaoke. Yeah. I'm sorry if we let that cat out of the way. No, no, but I meant like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just, there's other aspects just from... Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, one day I'll explain some of the radio day stories, but for now... um, I, the the one thing that I wanted to mention too about <laughs> we can, I'm sorry could we could we have a maybe we could do an episode of underrated text messages so yeah. I can talk about you being the king of Grand Rapids and that'll yeah. and that will be that will be that day yeah that will be the day but anyway well with my specter or scepter or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. no but from a from a content creator standpoint I definitely enjoy the interactions with people. That is probably my favorite part when people are like, "Man, I you you said this about this person, and I really enjoyed it." Or, yeah, or I, I, I love that. I, I got love- recognized once, and it was the dumbest thing that ever happened. Like from my voice being somewhere, and oh, someone yeah. just told me, "Like, oh man, yeah, I listened to your show," and I didn't even know how to react to that. Like, yeah, I just kind of said thanks. Like, what else do you do? I, I, yeah. As someone that had never had that happen before, I don't know. I took. I, so- I was so I was so pumped. I had the guy take a picture with me. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for the photo, yeah. Roger like did. he recognized you, and you were like, "Can I get a photo with you?" Is that what happened? No, when I, he he saw my he saw the shirt, and he goes, "Oh, that show I listened to." I'm like, "That's me," <laughs> and he goes, "Really?" And he goes to believe me, and then I'm like, "Yeah." And then I went on, and he's like, "Well, I'm like, did you, you start like rattling off your catchphrases, even though you don't have any? <laughs> You're like, you know, listen, listen to the way I say." Pneumonia. Yeah, <laughs> ammonia. Um, but I was I was also a little in the bag. But he, then, <laughs> but I also I was so pumped, and uh, I had to show the guy. I had just I'd, gotten done karaoke. Yeah, I, I, it was. It's true. It's absolutely true. Oh my god! Of course it was. Yeah, it was at that place, and uh, awesome. so I, I I was like, hey man, I, I gotta tell my that place. That you could say Prussia's. Yeah, Prussia's. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Shout better, out to Prussia's and Wyandotte. Be- yeah. You better watch out now, Roger. You're revealing too much about yourself. You're gonna <laughs> say it's gonna be. Picture this, okay? It's Saturday night. You're a little in the bag. You step outside after a hard karaoke sesh. You're a little sweaty. You need some air, and all of a sudden, out of the shadows comes a, I don't know, fifty-four-year-old broad with red lipstick, and she's like, 
Hey, are you that Rogers Castillo guy? Rogers. <laughs> are you that Roger Castillo guy? I thought I heard you on the podcast. <laughs> and she's going to like try to like get you. It's, it's going to happen. And, and, you know See, what? this is why you got to <laughs> fly I, I, under the radar. I, and you know what? That's wouldn't be that has it's not the first time or that wouldn't be the first time <laughs> it won't be the last it won't be the last that wouldn't be the first time i need to know about this story when we go off yeah there. There, or maybe yeah. next time we're on next air. time next time like i said all i, I wanted the make fun audience make fun network audience to understand there's there's many stories behind that but uh <laughs> there, there is one for another day for, uh, another time for another day Jesus. I don't even know where we're that's going. A, that's, that's yeah, a, that's I'm sorry. We can, <laughs> you know, you know what? I think we just end the show. Yeah. So, podcasts have we changed our opinion? We're all still kind of of mind. I think they're fairly rated yeah. and fun. Yeah. Although it's been nice listening to Rogers peek behind the curtain. Yeah, I didn't we've learned a lot more. About I kind of forgot there. that Roger was a behind the scenes guy. I forgot. Mm. I, I always forget until well, I see him. Because we're usually inter- interfacing with him here. You know, right, but not he to mention hosts with us. Not to mention, I don't like. Big timing people were talking like that because it's not right. Stupid. Like, yeah, you're not you're not wearing it all the time. Like, yeah, I'm the producer. Blah. Yeah, I don't. Yes, yeah. I always forget because I've known like, you too fucking long. Yeah. I see a post <laughs> on social. <laughs> I'll see a post on <laughs> social <laughs> media and it's like a motorcycle <laughs> podcast and it has Roger tagged in it and I'm like, what the <laughs> shit is Roger doing? Oh right, he's the producer or something like that. And they're like, listen to our show with Roger Castillo. This is a motorcycle podcast or uh, something else podcast and it'll I, just be random stuff and i, I just I'll, forget that roger's the pod father i help out a lot of people with that stuff but sometimes it's just becomes too much i just like well, I that's said, okay but like i said as a listener you're helping uh, us out here and that's what we appreciate i list I, I i just like i said i like listening to there's a lot of great stuff out there and, and i hope that you make fun make fun network people and call them be, fun butts fun butts they like that fun butts fun butts Fun butts. Okay, with a so Z. Right? I always spell it with a Z. I, I think butts. most people spell it with an S. You know what? It'll be the, it'll be the debate of our times. We'll figure it out. And the people in the group, we I have ho- time. Yeah, there's a lot of replacement fans in that group, so I, I'm I'm happy that I found like minded people who love the the replacements as much as I do. <laughs> yeah, so. man. This is this is the start of what I hope will be very beneficial for everybody involved. So I definitely want to thank Make Fun for giving us the opportunity to do that, and uh, oh, I want to thank Hey Baby for the inclusion of our new theme. Um, fucking rad uh, if we want to talk about underrated things don't worry I will find a way to work this band into an episode but they are my favorite band ever currently um, and the song you heard was New Friends I want to make sure I plug it at least once we'll probably find a way to work that into the show as we go forward but yeah uh, big huge giant thanks to them that song is amazing you guys are amazing and yeah that's that. That's, that'll be the end for that so why don't we go through with plugs so yeah, we come from Make Fun Network. You can find us there. Uh, check out the Facebook page for the group there at Make Fun Network. Also check out our Facebook page. We haven't we haven't done a lot to update it recently. We always post our episodes there, so you can find our links to other episodes and you know some discussion and things we do have there occasionally. And uh, for greater discussion than that, though, hit us up there. Also hit us up on Twitter at Over Under Fair at Twitter, and then on Twitter, good lord, um, and then at Over <laughs> at stop saying at um, Over Under Fair Pod <laughs> at Gmail it's where you can email us for, you know, maybe listener suggestions for topics and some feedback you want to give us there. And then the biggest, best form of flattery and feedback, please leave us those reviews. I know you guys have heard this a thousand billion times, but it never stops being important. You know, rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Music, Stitcher, I don't know, Soundwave, who fucking knows. Let's 
SoundCloud. Soundwave is a transformer, Roger. You got in my head. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're all we over the superior. place. Yeah, we're all <laughs> over the place, literally right now and on the internet. So there is no shortage of ways for you to find us and no shortage of ways for you to interact with us. And we encourage you to do so. So speaking for Lacey and Roger and myself, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back with more. And until then, this is our fucking show. I gotta think of a better way to close this. Do we need a clothesline? We should keep probably it, come up with one. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> Fuck no. Any uh, easy being greasy? This has been Over Under Fair. Thanks a lot. Got nothing, You've been fairly rated. <laughs>